There is no such thing as work-life balance. Everything worth fighting for unbalances your life. That's a quote from Elaine D. Botton. Welcome to the Recharge Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Mitchell Schwent. The mission of this podcast is to provide you the tools, tactics, strategies, and resources to recharge your life. The episodes are geared to make an impact on your life in 15 minutes or less, along with more in-depth special episodes interviewing experts across numerous disciplines. This show will guide you through getting the most from your body and mind to generate the maximum performance you want in your life. Let's jump into today's episode. How often do you find yourself frustrated? Frustrated with the fact that you just don't feel like you have the time to exercise. I get it. I mean, the recommendations currently are that a person moves and and gets an average of 60 minutes of exercise a day. That is challenging for nearly everybody I know, myself included, particularly depending on travel, schedule, family, kids, all those things in life that tend to get in the way. And what I see on a consistent basis uh, with the patients I deal with and also with the men that I coach in the men's health arena is that consistently most people feel that they're probably about 20 pounds overweight and they don't have enough time to exercise. Throw on top of that the recommendation of 60 minutes a day, and a lot of people say, I just don't have time to to do that. I'm just not even going to do it. It freaks me out. If I don't have enough time to put in to get the 60 minutes done, then it's not going to be a decent workout, and I'm not going to get the results I, I need and that I want. I want to suggest that you can shift your beliefs that this is a limiting belief, and that there are other ways to accomplish some significant improvements in not only exercise, but also the physiology that goes along with exercise in as little as 20 minutes per day. I want to share a definition first with you, and and that's EPOC, E-P-O-C. And this is basically afterburn. After you exercise, there's a period of time where your body is still sort of metabolically active, taking in oxygen, burning fuel, and uh, consuming calories, essentially. And so this is a critical piece of the exercise puzzle. And fortunately, there are some very, very smart minds that figured this out about 20 plus years ago. One of those is a well-known Japanese researcher named Tabata. Many of you have probably heard of interval training or high-intensity interval training or high-intensity exercise. Uh, Tabata is a form of that. And what it actually consists of is basically about four minutes of exercise. I know that sounds absolutely crazy to many people that you could accomplish a significant goal in terms of exercise and physiology and, and calorie burning in four minutes. But the data are very clear. And in the study that Tabata did back in the 1990s, around 96 or so, basically took 20-second all-out exercise bouts followed by 10 seconds of rest, and this was repeated for four minutes total of exercise. And what they found was that this brief, intense period of interval training, known as the Tabata method, actually improved the aerobic capacity to about the same degree as a moderate-intensity continuous training of like an hour, 60 minutes. So if you could accomplish in four minutes what it typically would take at a lower level of 60 minutes, would you consider that to be beneficial? I certainly would. The other cool thing that they found in the study was that there was a 28% increase in anaerobic capacity. So just, just take that to mind if you're thinking about you know exercise or options or you're just saying, I'm too busy today, I'll do it tomorrow. Just consider an interval training workout. Tabata is just one of those. Um, there are a variety of other 
uh, our methods or mechanisms, uh, whether it's, you know, 10 minutes uh, of, of speed work on the bike, followed by a period of rest. I mean, there's a variety of ways to do that. I happen to have a Peloton bike in my house and absolutely love it. And the Tabata workouts and the in, uh, intense uh, interval workouts are just fantastic and amazing. So uh, I hope you found that helpful. Uh, please share your thoughts. I'd love to hear your comments about uh, what keeps you from exercising. An often overlooked part of the puzzle is that you're not going to out-exercise your diet. Diet and exercise go hand in hand, but the reality is that if your diet is poor, if you're consuming tons of junk calories, um, sugary drinks and things like that, you your ability to actually burn that off through exercise, it's a ridiculous amount of time. Unless you're a fanatic and, and, you, and that's your full-time job and you can, you can devote yourself to that, I think it would be very challenging to, to out-exercise your diet. The other part that's often overlooked or not discussed in uh, common terms is that exercise and muscular health is critical for longevity. As a person ages and the muscle mass decreases just by nature of physiology of aging, the risk of falls and fractures and dementia and brain health deterioration all are exponentially increased. And so if a person could potentially stave off some of those processes that really make the later years, the golden years, more uh, brown in color, essentially. Would that be worth it? I certainly think so. Let me know what you think. Take care. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. If you found value in this episode and the show, please share a review on iTunes as it really helps the show get discovered. Please share your biggest takeaway. And as always, I want to help you answer the burning questions in your mind. So reach out to me at MitchellMD.com or on social media, wherever you hang out. Make today incredible, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Recharge Podcast.